The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's Jay Lynn and Brandon Graziano joining you uh, this afternoon on this Wednesday afternoon. By the way, Andrew will be back. He's on like another week and a half. He's got a little bit of vacation time. He does. A little bit. And Narlins. He's in New Orleans, and he was texting me today because he's trying to find the hot sauce I asked him to pick up oh, for me. What kind of hot sauce do you want? Uh, crystal hot sauce. Is it's, that like only a States thing? Uh, it's a more of a New Orleans thing, and it's oh, really okay. great hot sauce. So he's, but he walked into a store on that the shows, search for it. Yeah, that, that sells nothing but hot sauce. It was a wall of hot sauce, and he couldn't remember it, so he had to <laughs> ask which one it was. So but. is it on the way then? My fingers are crossed. He said, do you okay. want uh, regular or um, extra hot? I'm like, extra hot, my friend. There you go. So that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, we, we touched off the top of the show about jobs and about the shortest time you'd ever been at a gig. Lots of texts coming in this afternoon already about that. Some great stories. We'll talk about that in a moment. If you want to share your, where it was that you worked and for the shortest time, for the shortest time. And the reason why it lasted the shortest time, text me at 630-630 or give us a shout at 496-0063. But as we talk about that, think about this. uh, The 25 best places to work in Canada, according to um, Indeed, uh, which is a job site, uh, was released uh, earlier this week. And the top five, well, we can do the top ten. Desjardins in uh, number 10. Uh, Sun Life Financial in 9th. TD Canada Trust in 8th. In 7th, H&R Block. In 6th, WestJet Airlines. Uh, In... 5. In 5, the top 5. The Hospital for Sick Children in 5th spot. GM in 4th. TELUS Communications at 3rd. The Toronto Transit Commission. I could see that. The TTC in I, second. I could definitely see that. Um, apparently, it says it's got a really great rewards and recognition program. And um, number one is RBC. Really? Okay. Uh, other highlights on this one. Um, National Defense came in at 13. Uh, Lead Corps at 16. Um, IBM at 21. CIBC at 22. Shaw Communications at 23. And Husky it seems like Energy a lot of uh, big businesses seem to be like the best places to work, it seems. Well, I mean, so I think some people would say that depending on, you know, what they can offer for incentives and programs and that sort of stuff. And a lot of other folks would probably say it's the worst thing place. ever. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, it's got to, I think it really has to depend on, on the person and what your 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 work sense and how you work and what environments you like to work in are. I'm also assuming the Hospital for Sick Children in Toronto, correct? That's right. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I could also see that as well. But most of the TTC, there's a lot of there's been a lot of uh, there's like a waiting list just to apply. Really? That's a lot of people applying because uh, yeah, I, I'll it, it, it basically, it's it's just an awesome place to work, apparently. Like, the pension is good, the benefits are good, the pay is great, because it's also a city job, and it's ever-expanding, because Toronto's population is ever-expanding. And the way that... Uh, and, and it's just like most city councils, the way they allocate money into transportation is by the use. And there is a lot of use for the TTC, so it's always growing. <laughs> says its rewards and recognition program, which helps employees grow within the company, was a hit. Um, and also that management takes care of its employees and gives plenty of opportunity to raise a family and retire comfortably. That's the that's what I've heard as well. Now, we do know, though, that sometimes the job just doesn't work. Sometimes you only last for a very short time, like uh, White House Press Secretary. Anthony Scaramucci. The Mooch lasted as communications director for only 10 days. 10. 
That's not even a whole pay period. His going away party can serve what's left of his welcome cake. They can change congratulations to congratulator. But you know what they say, out with the old, in with the new, out with the new. The administration wanted to replace him uh, with somebody who will last longer. So today they announced the new White House communications director, Emmanuel Fruitfly. He's out after just 10 days, so Scaramucci is gone, but his cologne will linger forever. Uh, and get this, Scaramucci's official start date was supposed to be August 15th. Or as Trump put it, see, we're setting so many records. He's the first person to ever get fired before they start working. We're setting seven records. Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon having a little fun with that. So 10 days, and actually 10 days, I would suspect, is actually long for some of you who've had a job and they decided, okay, I'm out. Maybe you quit, maybe you got fired, maybe you just, you just, walk, just walked away. So the question was, what was the shortest job you were ever at and why did you leave? So for me... Yes. Uh, I worked with, are we allowed to name the company here? Is that okay? Maybe just say what it was, an insurance company. Sure, I worked for an insurance company and uh, for about an hour. Uh, <laughs> here's the reason why. I signed all the papers and everything was good to go. And it worked out for me because it was all in commission pay. I'd be going door to door selling uh, different kinds of insurance, whether it be health insurance, house insurance, or uh, any sort of insurance, really. And, um, and it worked for me because I was in college. I had a very weird schedule. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be going from 8 a.m. until maybe nine o'clock at night. So there would be times in between where I could just go to work and then come back to school. So it worked out for me. So what ended up happening, starving college student, of course, I didn't have a lot of money. And I was taking the bus at the time because uh, I clearly didn't have a car. And I walked out of the interview and signed all the papers. And I went to go to uh, you know fast food place just to try to get something to eat after for lunch. And turns out I didn't have any money in it. And I said that's impossible. I I know that there's money in it because yeah. I got paid for you know my mom gave me some money or something along those lines. Anyways, what ended up happening was that the insurance company ended up taking $150 out of my account for training sessions. And I thought to myself, who pays for training sessions mm -hmm. with their employer? And so I called them back and uh, yeah, sure enough, they took $150 out and they said, well, yeah, well, that's policy. I'm like, that's not anybody else's policy. Give me the money back, I quit. And they did within a day or two. Yeah. And uh and, hey, and yeah, it, it, like I was I was just more pissed on principle. Like I was really upset on on the principle the matter. They didn't tell me that they were going to take money out of my account, nor did they tell me they were going to pay for the training that I was supposed to get. So, it's it's kind yeah. of like what? And like, well, you got to be kidding me. And and I know some folks would probably think, "Oh, it's only 150 bucks, but 150 bucks in college is a lot of money." A whole that is of... a month. That is a month of food yeah. if you can do it right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, okay. <laughs> and you know those Mr. Noodle things, absolutely. Your text coming in this afternoon. You can give us a call at four nine six zero zero six three if you have a short job experience uh, story that you want to tell us. Um, Sean says twenty six minutes, not even a half an hour. Worked at a bee farm, not successful because it was a bee farm. That's yeah, um, one way to put it. Right Dewey, there. Dewey and Lloyd says shortest job was one day I worked on a service rig here in Lloydminster. Told them not to even pay me for the day. I was aching for. Day days afterwards um, and I've heard like that rig work is tough it is tough work. yeah and uh, I mean they don't 
they don't pay you that much for nothing, I guess, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it is it is a very it could be excruciating in terms of the pain and the long hours and everything like that. Um, here, uh, Mike from Stony Plain, uh, three hours at a meat packing plant, Oof. puked twice. <laughs> When they slaughter hogs, they burn off the excess hair in the flames. Uh, my job was to sand off the burnt oh. hair. It uh, leaves you with a sensory image and smell. Three hours. I totally get that. I understand that. I can't even imagine that job, but thank you to the folks who do it. Yeah. Bob says, drove a lunch truck for one and a half days. One out of the four breaks worked. <laughs> that really sucks. Do you remember those lunch trucks <laughs> that used to show up? I, I remember being a kid, and they would show up near the schools, and you could buy like, wagon wheels and... Was it a Salvation Army truck or something like that? It was some sort of little food truck. Yeah, those little coffee trucks that they would have. Yeah. yeah. You buy those wagon wheels. Mmm, yum. Um, Every truck had that weird, alu- well, not weird, yeah, the but weird just aluminum, the aluminum siding. Yeah. yeah, that it kind of had. Kind of like a diamond print on it. Yeah, it was, like it it was, was quilted. different. Yeah, it looked <laughs> like it was quilted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gamer Brian says, the shortest time I was ever on a job, I was interviewed for a shipper's job and was hired. They congratulated me and so-and-so and said, we'll see you tomorrow. Showed up the next day. Big sign on the gate saying, out of business. Uh, texture here from Hold Ed- on, he's oh, not done yet. Oh, he's not done. I later found out the guy who hired me didn't even know the business was going bankrupt and the owner had skipped out of the country with all of the money. Oops. That's not cool. Uh, texture at Edmonton, I lasted a shift and a half at a restaurant. I uh, had to walk up because of the unsanitary kitchen conditions and their unwillingness to give each of the most uh, cursory of training was thrown onto the line immediately. And when I spoke to management about uh, the daddy long leg spiders on the salad plates, I was told just to wipe it off and plate the salad. Uh, Yummy. Little protein in your salad, apparently. A couple of more coming in this afternoon. Haas says I took a job pumping gas midnight to 8 a.m at uh, a gas station next uh, by the Beverly Crest. I lasted one shift. I did not even go back for my possessions. Yeah, that's one way to walk off the job, I guess, right? Just uh, collect uh, your uh, collect your one days of work and that's it. That's got to be tough too, doing overnight shifts. I know like I we've, we've all done overnight shifts before here at the station mm-hmm. and it's not the funnest of shifts. We all know that. It gets lonely, really. I found it gets it kind of gets lonely. There's nobody to talk to until. Well, that can be good though as well. It could be good. Yeah, that is could be a good thing depending on the type of person you are. But I guess for me, it was just like it sucked. Couldn't talk to anybody. Working on your own can be very very appealing if you're that kind of person because sometimes you don't want to be distracted. Sometimes you don't want people coming over hanging out over your desk. But again, I think the biggest thing with working overnights or any working any shift work. Um, is just how it mucks up your day and how it mucks up, m- musses up your like sleep cycle. You don't even cycle. know when to sleep, nope. when to eat, you know, when nope. to even call your family or just let them know you're okay. It's a weird situation. Could be good. Uh, like, I didn't mind overnights, but uh, it did suck after, uh, you know, a period of time when I just couldn't talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 2.45. Let's take a quick break here. It's Jalen and Brandon. When we come back, Jed and Ken, hold the line. We'll get your phone calls right after this. Asking you, we just got talking about jobs and and works that and work that sort of thing. Um, the the shortest you were ever at a job and the reason why, I lasted as a waitress for one shift. Oh, it was the Port Arthur Brasserie and Brew Pub in Thunder Bay. Um, I just was not. I couldn't do it. I I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. I almost dropped a lobster in somebody's lap. They were very very kind, um, but yeah, I just said. 
uh, I'm I'm not coming back, and you don't have to pay me. And you don't know until you try either, yeah. right? I mean, what was bizarre though is that the fellow that owned the brew pub was also the same fellow that owned the TV station in Thunder Bay, <laughs> where I went on to be a news anchor for the next uh, eight years. Don't think I got paid much there either. Hey, Ken, what's on your mind? Tell us a story. Okay, remember back in '84 when uh, Mister uh, our Prime Minister's dad put the NEP through? Yes. Uh, living up in McMurray, so jobs were were sort of hard to come by, and uh, I got high, tied in with a an on-call labor bit place type thing. Well, they phoned me one morning after I'd been out the night before, not expecting a call, <laughs> and uh, they said, "Yeah, we need someone uh, to be a swamper on a on a back truck." Okay, right on. So I'm, the guy came, picked me up. We were headed out to Suncor. Only uh, <laughs> back in those days, Suncor didn't smell so good. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So we pull up, and the truck says, okay, I'm going to go grab a permit. An hour later, I'm sitting, still sitting in the truck. He hasn't showed back up, and I'm turning green and green and green. Left note said, can't do it. See you later. Bye. Really? Takes like back home. And that and was that it. was an hour and a half, two hours max. Never got called again. Never went back. Went on to more bigger and better things. So. Good for you, Ken. Thanks for sharing. Two hours on the gig. Not bad. <laughs> th- thank you. Jed's on the phone. Hey, Jed. Hey, guys. Here's another Thunder Bay story. You know where it is, Jed. It's right across the bridge as you come from the Chippewa Park Indian Reserve. There's a gas station. Anyway, I was working part-time night shift, and I just took it. I needed a little bit of extra money. So guy hires me. And then he starts accusing me of stuff three hours into the ship. And then he leaves. <laughs> so we're, we're taking the envelopes and we're dropping money in the safe. And I figure, oh, okay. So here's this baby powder. So I take baby powder and I put it in the envelope. Because every time the guy grabbed the envelopes in the morning, the guy told me he'd rip them open and he'd blow into them. Well, that was the end of my ship. There. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Jed. Thanks for there sharing. Go. Have a good one. Take, Take it easy. Oh, my gosh. Can't do that nowadays because then I think it's something else. Oh, yes, we have to call different. the police. Yeah. Um, this one says, I took a job at a dive bar in downtown Edmonton as a favor to a friend who was managing it. I was behind the bar for about 25 minutes and we got robbed. I asked, wow. I asked the police, am I free to go? They said yes, and that's exactly what I did, and I never went back. <laughs> that would suck. I mean, Your first shift. And you get robbed. Yeah. friend of mine was over a couple of weeks back, and he works at a bank in town, and the bank got robbed um, like the, 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 the day earlier or something like that. Like, I've never, like, knock on wood, I've never been robbed, never been at a place, um, you know, maybe a convenience store or bank or a, a bar that's been robbed. I can't even imagine it. That's terrifying. It, it would be terrifying, and plus, at the same time, it's it, it, it's it's violating too, right? because oh. especially if it, and even if it's not your place of business, it's mm-hmm. still violating. Oh yeah, right. And 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 that feeling, it sucks because it never escapes you, or at least, like at least it takes a long, yeah. long time for that. Like I've been robbed before. It it's terrible. Like your car, your house, your uh, my oh, like mugged like at uh, really uh, yeah at uh, gunpoint. That sucked for bus tickets. Where'd That's that it. happen? Uh, Toronto. It was uh, 2006. I was with two friends of mine. Some guy came up to us with uh, with an and this is prior to like actually having a cell phone. Yeah. Right. So you couldn't really do much. So it's a uh, it sucked. 
So he came up and he, he had a knife or a gun? Or? That's it. No, he had a gun on him. Yeah, and he had a gun on him. And, they, uh, and he basically said, like, yeah, yeah, give me your bus tickets. That's all he asked for was money and bus tickets. And all I had was bus tickets. So he, he stole uh, eight bus tickets of mine. Guy got caught, though, didn't get my bus tickets back. <sighs> and he was my age, too, at the time. So I would have been 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was, he was just a teenager. And that's it. Well, I mean, hopefully he needed them more than you did, but still a gun. But he got caught anyway, yeah. Did he? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, he got caught. I just didn't get my, my uh, stuff back, though, right? Because it was a stupid read. Could you prove that you had eight bus tickets on you? I'm like, oh, no. What do you want me to do? <laughs> right? Whatever. The kid's car got broken into downtown Edmonton about yeah. a couple of months ago. And I think that happens to a lot of people. And, you know, they, they rifle around and they steal, like, your windshield wiper in a pocket full of change. And it's like, why did you do that? They bust the windows. My girlfriend in Vancouver, um, in her condo complex, uh, it was so bad. It was, you come down, there was a gate. They She would just leave the windows rolled down in her car all the time. So if you see anything in here that you want, which it never would be, um, that they wouldn't break the window. I do have uh, friends like that where uh, they've been bro- they've broken into. Uh, the, it's a really bad part of Toronto, and they get broken into often. Their apartment. So you think that you'd yeah. have to, you know. So they at that point they just said, you know, what? we've replaced enough doors, we've replaced enough locks, we're just going to leave it open, Ugh. and that's it. And if they want to take stuff, they could just go yeah. right ahead because if they really want to, they'll do it anyway. But yeah. then I'm going to get stuck with the cost of replacing yeah. a door and replacing a lock and replacing anything that yeah. they've damaged, right? So, uh, so yeah. And, and, and I guess they didn't... I'm not going to say that they haven't gotten robbed after that, but they haven't had to replace any doors or yeah. locks after that. I'm, I'm a freak about locking doors. Oh, so I, am I. I'm super paranoid. Yeah, I've yeah. locked the kid out a few times <laughs> by mistake as well. Whoops. Uh, a couple more texts coming in this afternoon. Your um, shortest job you ever had and the reason why. Um, shortest job, also my first job, interviewed in afternoon, told to start at 6 p.m., showed up at 6, boss yelled at me and told me to get out. I was 13 years old at an amusement park. The boss was drunk and forgot he hired me. Oops. Wow. Well, that's one thing that a uh, sort of a saving grace, I guess, <laughs> if he forgets. Lindsay says, <laughs> I worked one day for a car wash. Minimum wage at that time was $2.65. Because I was only 15, they didn't have to pay me minimum wage. I was paid a dollar an hour. After eight hours of back-breaking work cleaning the inside of the back windows, I never, ever went back. Yeah, and I could see the reason why, too, right? I you mean, uh, I, I, I did kind of get, like, when I was, like, 12, I got kind of an under-table job uh, mm-hmm. hauling lumber. Yeah. And uh, I got paid five bucks a day for four hours of work for just going back and forth with lumber. Yeah. It was great for for the muscles. I mean, but like, what 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 are muscles going to do for you as a twelve year old? Well, <laughs> but, maybe but, give you a head start. I don't know. Yeah, I lasted about. Uh, I, I lasted enough until I could get like a pack of collectible cards that I really wanted. So I worked four shifts, and then that was it. Off to the convenience store to get my cards. I thought you were going to say until you had enough to get a pack of smokes. No, 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 no. Uh, my sister's car was broken into, and the thieves left behind a f- bag full of. Sexy toys, empty beer bottles, and a slinky tank top. Ooh. And the says, I left my car unlocked, a window still broken. Leaving the windows down is a better idea. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'd never seen anything like that before. But I, it's, I picked strawberries, I think, for an hour or two when I was a kid. 
and that was awful. So yeah, that's not happening ever again as well. But strawberries don't have like they don't have um, no, but like you're, you're thorns or anything. Yeah, you're bending over. Yeah, I, I could get that. I've picked cherries from my grandfather before. That sucks, and it's out of a tree too, right? Like not necessarily on. How can that suck? It, They're it, picking fresh cherries. You're, you're picking fresh. Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to snack on any oh. of them. Like it's not like I could just go to be like oh one two right because then my grandfather would would look for stems <laughs> on the ground just in case. Or like any seeds or anything like that. Oh yeah, yeah. he would. Uh, he'd give us a, a hand or two if anything. If if he found out that we were stealing his cherries, because he had to make them specifically for for my grandmother. And you know, and if they were short, you know, a couple cherries, it was wrong. Completely different topic. Just as we go to break here, the cheapest person you've ever known or the most economical person, my great aunt Rita would pluck the stems out of cherries at the grocery store so she didn't have to pay for any additional weight on them. Wow. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.